the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Back for the second hour of the restaurant show on News Talk 710, KNUS in Denver, Colorado Springs, AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, doing a simulcast in the first hour. Uh, I took the first two calls from J.D. He thought that Miami would win the game today. Dave and Aurora thought the Broncos would win. And so whichever win wins. Uh, they will get a $50 gift certificate to Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Now, there are times when the Broncos don't interfere with my Sunday shows because they play at 2 o'clock, or maybe they play in the evening on Sunday, but sometimes they play the early game, and that's the case today. So I want to reward those of you that take the time to listen to the show, knowing that we are going head-to-head with the Broncos. I don't think they're aware of the competition I provide for them on their broadcast, but we're not taking any chances. So everybody that calls, Jim called from Centennial. Jim's getting the RV ready. He's heading up to the Wind River to go do some fishing up in Wyoming. But everybody that calls and goes on the air this hour will get a gift certificate. I've got gift certificate to the Black Eyed Pea, Jersey Mike's, Dickie's Barbecue, Mickey's Top Sirloin up at 70th and Broadway. So what we'll try to do is we'll try to come up with something in your respective neighborhood. And all you got to do is give me a call, go on the air and tell me where you've gone, what you've done, a restaurant that you enjoy. J.D. likes to go to Rise and Shine Biscuit Company. They've got three locations, Sloan's Lake, Penn Street in Denver, and uh, get himself a nice morning biscuit to start the day. And uh, Dave likes to go to the Black Bear Diner over in Aurora. He likes to go to Rosie's. Yeah. He likes to go to the Moonlight Diner out on Tower, out near DIA. So tell me a place that you like to go. Maybe share a television show. Last week, Fred up in Aurora said, Mike, you ought to watch Wonders of Mexico on PBS. And I watched the episode he suggested, and I absolutely loved it. So in other words, we're kind of a collaborative effort here. You go on the air. I give you a gift certificate, but and I'll mail them to you. You don't even have to go to the station to pick them up. But what we will do is have you share some of your inside baseball, some of your inside knowledge, and uh, that will help listeners and me. Because you know what? I got a call last week from Marilyn. She said, you ought to go over to that South Gaylord Corridor. I did. I went over there, Marilyn. Homegrown tap and dough. And it's part of the Gastamos group, um, which owns Park Burgers, they own Bird Call Chicken. I think Bird Call does a wonderful, wonderful job. They've got a couple of other free, <coughs> free standings. Perdita. 
right there on Gaylord, Baja Culture, and Lady Nomada. So share some of this stuff with me. You're sharing it with listeners. I'll give you a gift certificate. Let's take a break and come back and get on the calls on the Mike Boyle Wrestling Show. All right, 15 minutes after 11 o'clock here on the Restaurant Show, 303-696-1971. We're going to take your calls this hour. You know what? I've been on the air 31 years in Denver, and I've been on the air 28 years in Colorado Springs. And I don't understand what is so hard to understand. It's talk radio. It's not call up the producer, say, here's my address, send me some free stuff. It's get your AWS on the air and contribute to the show. Where have you been? What have you eaten? Did you find a new buffet? Have you checked out a movie? Have you read a book? That's what it is. So don't call Luis Gonzalez doing a beautiful job producing the show and say, hey, here's my address. Send me something for free. It doesn't work that way. I know that it's confusing, but listen, if there wasn't a lot of confusion out there, Joe Biden wouldn't be president. So I don't understand it. But if you'd like a gift certificate in your neighborhood, you call and you go on the air. This is a reward for taking the time to listen to the show when many of you could be out walking the dog, riding your bike, hiking a mountain, watching the Broncos, whatever it happens to be. 303-696-1971. Let's go to Drew. Drew, welcome to the show. How we doing? I'm having a great day. How about you, sir? Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, my wife's been a long time uh, listener to you, and I, you know, she wants she wants to go on a Mexico trip with you. <laughs> We'd love um, it. We got one going January tenth to Cabo, January April third to uh, Cancun. So, <clears throat> yeah, look at that. Both on the website. Have you spent any yeah, time look- in Mexico? Uh, it's been a long time, uh, but down down in Mazatlan. But that was okay. back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Mazelon used to be Mazelon has done a wonderful job. It used to be a real hot spot. It was where a lot of Southern Californians could go and get to. Sure, they went to Tijuana, Ensenada, but they could get a little bit farther down. And um, so, but it's it's really done a nice job. The Gold Coast, it's called, of resurrecting that area. Cruise ships now go in there. They built a couple of beautiful hotels there. So, when's the last time you were in Mexico, Drew? Oh my gosh, uh, about uh, late seventies. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's changed a little bit. Where do you live, Drew? I didn't get. To, uh, what town do you live in? Uh, we live in Denver, uh, Southeast Denver. All right. And, and, and all the, oh, well, well, we, where we like to eat is, uh, for breakfast is breakfast on Broadway down on South okay. Broadway, uh, just kind of down by, uh, uh, the Joyce's pizza area, kind of that area. Okay. I'm going to be at um, Joyce's this Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I love I love a good slice of pie. <laughs> All right. Well, we're doing we're doing. Yeah. She's got, a, she's got a gigantic pie, and we're doing them for ten bucks from three to five. Breakfast on Broadway. All right. Where else? 
there's so many places where they've closed right around it, uh, right here off I-25 and Hannah in this area, you know, I, you know, heck, well, I mean, I've even got, all right, I've got a, um, all right, so Drew, come on, let's not make this as hard as we're making it. We're I, not, you don't, I don't need to know where you don't go because they're closed. I'm curious about where you do go because they're open. Breakfast on Broadway is at 2901 South Broadway. Joyce's is at 2120 South Broadway. So this would be and about eight blocks south of that. Um, India's restaurant right there on um, by Kennedy Golf Course. The one near Kennedy Golf Course. God, I'm trying to think of what it is. Are you talking about Zane's, the old uh, Citron? Oh, yeah, Zane's. Yeah. Yeah. And, I know Zane's. We eat there, too. That's right up the and road from us. And if you like Indian food, India's restaurant right across the street does a wonderful yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, India's yeah. All right. And they used to be well, listen, I'm Square. At, I'm, I'm sitting at looking at the menu for breakfast on Broadway. That's okay. You know what? I've I've have to have driven by it a thousand times, and never. It's in Inglewood, technically. Biscuits and yeah. gravy, smothered breakfast burritos, huevos rancheros. Uh, oh, their eggs benedict is to die for. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Terrific. Terrific. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we'll get something to you that uh, you can go on out and enjoy. Swedish benedict. Do you have the Swedish benedicts or do you get the carnitas benedict, the golden, the garden state benedict, or the veggie benedict? Which one do you take? Uh, the Swedish one. All right. Poached eggs stacked on smoked salmon and potato cakes topped with dill hollandaise. All right. Hey, listen, uh, thank you, wife, for listening. And uh, we'd love to have you go with us to Mexico. The prices are very good. We will meet a wonderful, wonderful group of people. And uh, it's just really an enjoyable time. And the Rio Palace properties are spectacular. January 10th to the 17th, we're going to Cabo. April 3rd to the 10th, we are going to Cancun. The one to Cancun, they're both Rio Palace properties, but the one to Cancun, is the same adult only property that we went to earlier in September. And it was so, so special that the travel agent and I said, let's go back. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Uh, let's do this, let's take a break. And when we get back, I'm gonna share some of that uh, South Gaylord Corridor, and I'm going to share a couple of other things that I did this week. When my daughter came to town, and we went out and we uh, found a nice little place over there on Louisiana near Pearl. Um, I'm going to talk about all that when we come back on the restaurant show. You want a gift certificate? I'll mail you something in your neighborhood if you give me a call and go on the air. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. We had the book club get together this week, and uh, Talked about some interesting books, had a couple of authors, got another one coming up in November, and Santa Claus will be there. So check it out on my website at mikeboyle.com. We'll be right back. All right, 1124, let's go to Cheryl in Arvada. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Oh, we lost Cheryl. Let's go to Scott in Aurora. Scott in Aurora, what's going on, man? How are you today? 
Where's Scott? We lost Scott. Let's go to Fred and Longmont, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Fred, have your ears been ringing? I've been talking about you. Well, my wife said that uh, I was finally famous for nothing. <laughs> Listen, you made the big time, pal, when you made the Mike Boyle restaurant show. I appreciate it. That's but, right. Uh, Actually, thanks for that tip on the like wonders of Mexico. I'd like to go back to your Bill Veck thing. Okay. I was watching, now I'm a, quite a bit older than most of your listeners, but I was watching the Detroit Tigers play the Chicago White Sox the night they had rock versus disco. And they had the mm. big riot in the middle of center field where they were burning the, the records and the fans were pouring out of the seats into the stadium. I don't know if you ever remember that or not. I do remember that um, because he had a few, um, you know, he had disco demolition night and um, yeah, he, he, he got a little edgy with some of the stuff. Um, I remember he started dime beer night. Um, and I remember when I was in the Cleveland Indians chain, um, I did a dime beer night and uh, he, the reporter wrote in an article that the only thing dumber than a dime beer night was having dime beer night on bat day. And, uh, but you know, back then people used to act halfway civilized and, um, um, it was, it was a wonderful promotion, but yeah, Bill Veck demolition derby and yeah, the riot people on the field, they had to forfeit the game. So, uh, were you watching it on television or were you there? No, I was watching it on TV. I'm a Detroit tiger fan. And uh -huh. it was one of their broadcasts, and I was watching it at that time. Um, okay. Are you a, do you like to read baseball books? Sure. Well, this is one I actually sent to Peter Boyles, and he, he actually talked about it on his show. But the book is called Ty and the Babe, and it's about Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth. And it kind mm -hmm. of focuses on a golf tournament the two of them had against each other in 1941. But it's a lot about the history of the two of them and their relationship, bad and good, throughout their lives. And it, I thought it was a marvelous book, if you like old-time baseball, and I'm a Ty Cobb fan. I, uh, I'm sitting here holding on just a second. Um, Ty and the Babe. There it the is. The author is Tom Stanton. Yeah, I found it, Tom Stanton. I can get it uh, from Amazon for eleven ninety nine. Um, and by the way, uh, this book dispels a lot of those negative comments that have always been made about Ty Cobb being a racist and all these other things. So, uh, if somebody you, has you a know, preconceived notion of Ty Cobb, this might alter their thinking. You know, there's a there's an old saying that. Um, a lie can travel halfway around the world before truth gets its shoes on. Yes. And I've read extensively. And I mean, I don't immerse myself in it. I don't need to be the Colorado expert on Ty Cobb. But you're exactly right. Um, he has gotten a bad rap. And of course, one of the most popular movies ever was Field of Dreams. And do you remember how he was treated in that movie? Oh, yeah, they didn't want him to play. Yeah, Ray Liotta said, uh, uh, yeah, we got, this, you know, they're looking and they're saying, that's that guy and that guy and that guy and that guy. And, and Ray Liotta says, 
Yeah, Ty Cobb wanted to come, but we didn't invite him. We couldn't stand the son of a bitches, son of a bitch when we were alive. We didn't want him here, and so, uh, and that helps perpetuate that stuff. Right. But when you read about some of the things that he did, especially locally in Georgia, for some of the communities that he was involved in, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, well, and he did a lot in the Detroit area, and he was very popular amongst the African Americans because he did a lot for them. So I just recommend this book if you have an interest. But I do have some restaurants for you. Please. Okay, we were in Colorado Springs this past week and went to a restaurant called the Caspian Cafe. Are you familiar with I it? I love it. I've, well, I've, I, did, I, I did a show there to help them get open probably 15 years ago. Well, we went there and just had a wonderful time, and the, and the waitress that waited on us was truly a professional. So I wanted to put a little plug in for them if I could. Please. And then the I other two the restaurants. Now, I know that you're centered primarily in Denver and toward Colorado Springs, but anybody traveling north on I-25 and gets a hunger pain before they get too far out of town, at the exit of, of uh, I-25 and 66, which would be called the Mead Exit, there are two little restaurants. They're mom and pop. They're not going to be gourmet or, you know, big city type places. But one's called the Red Rooster, and that's primarily a breakfast and early lunch kind of place. And the other one is called El Rancho, and, of course, that's Mexican food. And they're almost side by side. You get off of I-25 going north at, the, at that exit, 66. You go about three blocks east, and there's a big John Deere implement store there. And this, these two restaurants are in those locations. I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused about. Um, I'm a little bit confused about the exit. Okay, um, when you go north, there's a Highway 66. It goes to Platteville in one direction, oh, and Lyons in the east, okay. other direction. Okay, okay, okay. I got it now. I, I was, I was, because I was thinking, you know, the exits start at the New Mexico border. And, and so, for example, I live in Castle Rock. I'm at exit 181. So I was having a little trouble having an exit 66. Well, that's Highway 66. It's Highway 66. Okay. As I said, if you get off at that exit, if you go turn right, it'll take you to Platteville. If you turn left, it takes you to Longmont and Lyons. Red Rooster, Mead, Colorado. Yeah, they're actually not in the town of Mead, but Mead they're is actually in Longmont. Pardon? Red Rooster's in, in Longmont. Oh, that's false. Whoever put that on there is wrong. The Red well, Rooster it, it, and it, the El Rancho are... You, wait a minute. Bad. Wait a minute. You mean I can't believe everything that's on the internet? Well, Mike, I hate to dispel that thought you have, but I oh, think God. I have to say no. <laughs> I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's at 4330 Colorado 66. And... Um, but yeah, they show it here as as in Longmont. So well, there's a tree farm that's actually in Erie, but they always Whoa, advertise the tree it in Longmont. Take five miles west to the tree farm. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to mention those two kind I've been of more local. To that jingle for how many years? How long has the tree farm been around? Well, I don't know, thirty, forty, fifty years. I'm sitting here looking at the menu. All right. You know what? You never know where this tree farm Longmont. 
You never know where this show is going to go. Colorado Nursery up to 60% off on trees uh, right now. All right. But it's Tree actually closer nursery. to Erie, Erie than it is to Longmont. Tree Farm Nursery and Garden. Let's see. Let me bring this up. Yep, there it is. And I'm trying to find out. I, I wish I can't see. It's just got the hours and a whole bunch of plants. I can't find out how long it's been around. But it's been around. That jingle's been around for a long time, hasn't it, Fred? Yes, it has. Yeah, there's a hey, Fred, what, what were the other two um, episodes of Wonders of Colorado? You suggested that I watch Forest of the Maya, right? Yes. You were very yes. specific about that. And um, did you watch it? Oh, yes. That's that's the reason that I called you was because I actually had watched it a few days before I called you. And by the I way, I didn't pay two ninety nine. I happen to get it on digital. Uh, I have a digital uh, TV station set up. Oh, so I just okay. get to watch it for nothing. All right. Well, that's all right. I, it, it didn't break me. So yeah. um, the other episode that I did watch, I haven't watched all three that I recall. But the other one was about where the butterflies go. And okay. I was just absolutely floored. I mean, I've seen other episodes regarding the butterflies, but to see the bil millions and billions of butterflies and to understand that a butterfly, when it leaves Mexico, it will be three generations later before another butterfly comes back. So they don't go all the way to northern United States or to Canada. They go only so far. They have their, their uh, pupits. A new one comes up, and it takes three generations to go north and then come back. And I thought wow. that was fascinating. But I just thought that the pictures, to me, the photography was just incredible. And that's what I like about those shows. And in Forest of the Maya, didn't they have? Did they have the flamingos in that one? Yes, absolutely. You know what? Do me a favor, Fred, and I got time for other callers. 303-696-1971. Everybody that calls goes on the air this hour, contributes to the show. We'll get a gift certificate to a restaurant. But I want to talk about flamingos when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Monday morning Get back to the phones here in just a moment on the restaurant show. Fred and Longmont turned me on to a show called Wonders of Mexico. And um, one of the episodes was Forest of the Maya. And it talks about the cenotes, 350 miles, a continuous river underground on the Yucatan Peninsula. Um, how the water filters through the sandstone, how it's so clear and cool. Um, but one of the parts of the episode was the flamingos and it showed where flamingos grow on the um, Yucatan and how they don't become pink for about two years. And it reminded me, um, Fred, if you go to a show on CNN, Namibia Skeleton Coast, a journey through the end of the earth, um, it the Skeleton Coast, Namibia is the country on the Western side of Africa, just above South Africa. It used to be called SWAPO, Southwest African Protective, whatever. It was a German colony, uh, still very much a German influence. But the Skeleton Coast is where ships would go down the coast and get lost in the fog 
and they would crash onto the skeleton coast. And when you went into the sand, there was nothing for hundreds and hundreds of miles. So you knew that the minute your ship was wrecked, you were just dead meat. And you can go there. My daughter and I have gone there and I hired a plane to fly the skeleton coast because you'll see lion trying to feed down at the ocean on seals. You'll see elephants. Elephants are completely different in Namibia than they are in other parts of Africa because the water supply is so, so scarce. They'll go down to the ocean, wade in the ocean, but then they develop longer legs because um, they have to be able to negotiate the sand. But there's a place on the Skeleton Coast where you'll fly it and you'll look out and there will be literally 100, 150, 200,000 seals in one area. There's a place where there's flamingos and there are so many flamingos from the air and we're in a small bush plane. So we're not very high up. I even said to the pilot, I said, it looked like a big pink patch of land. All right. And I said, what's that pink picture, that pink piece of land and he said they're flamingos flamingos really and so there were so many of them and it was so dense and it was so crowded that uh, it was absolutely fascinating if you get a chance uh, there's a wonderful book by john gordon davis called the land and that's what namibia is called land namibia is called the land god made in anger and if you ever get a chance to go there, it's rough, but and it's very unforgiving, but it is a sensational, sensational trip. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Bruno in Littleton. Bruno, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Hey, good morning, good morning. Hey, you, you were talking that one caller about the Chicago White Sox. The Netflix just came out with a great documentary called the saint of second chances the saint and it's about mike beck who was the son of bill beck the son of bill beck. yeah he was yeah. the one that came with all these different ideas he came up with the idea about fireworks he came up with that disco night thing and the uh, yeah, sky boxes yeah, well, he told his dad, you know, in the end, he worked up oh, a great so film. Bruno, but I, I've heard about this, and I actually saw him interviewed about the movie. And where did you see it? It's on Netflix. It just came out on Netflix. Perfect. On Netflix. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank you. It's a great human story about him and, and, and his family. It's just, it's just a great, it's a good story. And baseball's in it. And, and just what he went through. And also, did you ever see the Babe Ruth Museum in Baltimore? Have you gone to that? You know, I don't believe I have. I know the Babe was from Baltimore. I've been to Baltimore. I've been to, I was at opening day of Camden Yards. I don't believe I went to the Babe Ruth Museum. You think well, it would stick in my mind if I did. So I'm going to say Yeah, no. they had footprints on the sidewalk that you would lead you to it. And everybody talks about Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah, he ate, he drank. This was such a human story about the guy, how much he loved kids. And he'd stop a train yeah. going through town if he saw a ballpark with kids playing and go out and stop it. But that's worth it. That should be on a little bucket list for people to see if they're baseball fans. But anyway... 
It, well, That's and, and it just like done. just like he was just like the previous caller, Ty and the Babe, talking about Ty yeah. Cobb. You know, we we seem to be so intent on just tearing down our history, whether it's mm-hmm. a statue of Robert E. Lee or perpetuating a story about Ty Cobb. You know, and if you dig a little deeper and if you get into this stuff a little bit more, you will find that, uh, yeah, I've read stories about, um, matter of fact, did did Jane Levine have a book out about the babe? I know she had one out about Sandy Colfax and Mickey Mantle and really dives into this stuff and really gives you a great impression. And I'm glad to hear about the Saint of Second Chances, though. I saw Mike Veck interviewed, and I immediately went to look it up and couldn't find it. Another one I want to watch is I want to watch the Carl Erskine story. Um, yeah. Carl Erskine, um, that's a long-time story. He played with uh, Jackie Robinson, and uh, but sometimes you can't get this stuff. you got to give it a little bit of time, so you've really filled me in. I'm going to go to Netflix and watch The Santa Second Chances. Thanks, Bruno. All right. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. Thank you. Take care. Good stuff. That's why we call it the restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about show. Let's go to Jonah in Castle Rock. Jonah, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you uh, about a, a new restaurant that we found that, um, you know, you were talking about CJ Box and the Joe Pickett series. Uh-huh. I, I, I've read all all of CJ Box's books and love them all. Uh, uh, and I was happy to hear you talk about the three weeks to say goodbye. Okay, don't and tell me the, how it ends. I haven't finished it. I won't. I won't tell you anything about how it ends. <laughs> no, I'm not a spoiler alert kind of guy. And the okay. series, Joe Pickett, you know, you know that when they change, when they do a TV series, you're always worried about how much are they going to change it and, and whatnot. And there's uh-huh. a little bit different, but the the Joe Pickett series is is a good series, and uh, the star of that who plays Joe Pickett uh, is an extremely uh, likable guy that you want to root for. He was a star of the series. I don't know if you saw it. It was just a couple of seasons called The Patriot, uh, which if you haven't seen that, that's a Netflix show you must check out. Uh, but you know, reading those books. Uh, you know, I just I just happened to be in a, a laid up last week where I was off work and I had recently downloaded the latest long of the Longmire series, which uh, are you familiar with with that series as well? I I, I am. And you know what? It was a television reason, show. Yeah, but I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. So OK, uh, that's fair. Michael Dorman plays Joe Pickett. Yes, he's wonderful. And if you haven't seen his series, The Patriot, it's just a, you know, one of those two series, ten show type of deals, which uh-huh. is just a wonderful uh, and and it's a Patriot type thing. Uh, what, what's it, the, what what era is it set in? So it's modern era. It's this guy that uh, he's a, a you know an agent for the United States, and his dad is in. A position of power, a congressman or something, and uh, he just goes through. He's just the everyday Joe that that every assignment they give him is impossible, 
and and uh, he just uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the word the 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 name for the type of character is, but every situation that, that, he walks in. That's not pardon? the one. That is what's it? That's not the series where I watched one season, but I can't remember. He's not an FBI guy, is he? That no. Stuck in, stuck in a basement answering the phones, and he gets a call, and he. Oh, that's a good one too, though. No, I saw that too. But no, what, what was a, that one called? Shoot, now uh, you caught me off guard there, but I'm waiting for the next series of it to come out. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm I, I just, I just, I got, it, it wore me out a little bit. There was just a little bit too much conspiracy stuff for me. Um, so. so this one is a similar vein, a little more lighthearted. Okay. Uh, he gets himself into all kinds of jams, but it's, you know, kind of at the end of the day, uh, you know, sitting on the curb wondering, how did I how did I get through that day type of thing? Yeah, it, there's a lot of humor. In it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot of humor injected into it. But where do you go to what, eat? Where do you go? I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so a local here, I, I'm a rock yard guy here in Castle Rock. If company comes to town, yard. we take yeah. them to. Yeah, I, I love rock yard. I go. I'm a steak guy. If company comes to town, we take them to Castle Cafe because that's the quintessential. Castle Rock experience, you know. Uh, but what I wanted to tell you about was a Mexican restaurant that we recently uh, ate at. We we took a few days off, went over to the uh, Ure Telluride area, and uh, drove the Million Dollar Highway and all that. But in Ure, there's a restaurant called Mi Mexico that is the best Mexican food we have had since moving here to Colorado eight years ago. Well, folks, if you want to go over to the Million Dollar Highway, you'll get some great fall colors. And if you go to Uri, you're going to get some great Mexican food at E-Mexico. Probably going to need a little bit of planning. we got to take a break on the restaurant show. We are running out of time. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jonah for calling in. Me, Mexico. I thought he said E, but me, M. I, as in me, my Mexico, in Uray, Colorado. If you're heading up for maybe a little staycation, you might want to get some Mexican food there. Check out the fall colors. Of course, the Million Dollar Highway. You can go in from Durango over Coal Bank and Molas Passes, uh, go into Silverthorne. You can ride the train. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful drive. I've done it on my bike uh, <laughs> Those passes will certainly get your attention. Let's go to Kerry. Carrie, I'm glad we found you, Carrie. Carrie went to my <laughs> website, mikeboyle.com, and on the contact, it's got my cell phone number. Yeah, call me on my cell phone anytime. I love talking to listeners, but if you want to go on the air, if you want to get a gift certificate, you got to call 303-696-1971. Where are you, Carrie? I live in Denver. Okay. What's going on? Well, I uh, just got back from a road trip. I uh, flew into Boston and uh, drove the coast up to Acadia National Park and okay. uh, wanted to talk a little bit about all the lobster and lobster sandwiches that we ate. Um, one thing about Boston, I was very clean, no visible homeless, the exact opposite of what Denver has turned into. So I didn't expect that, but it was uh, a nice surprise. 
Well, uh, the lobster and the surprise. lobster roll sandwiches. I'm sorry? I said, what a refreshing surprise. Very much so. Yeah, it had been 20 years since I'd been back there. Um, but the, the lobster and the lobster sandwiches were very good. Mm -hmm. But the turning point in my call is the fact that there's a great lobster truck in Denver, and they typically go to different breweries. This one I found at Launchpad Brewery, and it's called Cousins Lobster Truck. Um, I would say that they're comparable, uh, very comparable to all the lobster that we ate on the East Coast. So if you're somebody that enjoys seafood, uh, especially lobster rolls, uh, check it out. Just go to their website and they're all over and they're well worth your time. Carrie, I work out with a guy that loves it so much. They also come to Castle Rock, I believe, to the uh, 105 brewery down here. Sounds like they just make a circuit of the different breweries that whenever they get close, he goes and gets a lobster roll. He says they are absolutely terrific. I've heard of them, never tried them. I'm glad to hear that your recommendation. Yeah, yeah, please. If they're near you, check them out. It's um, I can't believe the quality of the lobster. And um, yeah, so I just got back and thought I'd give you a call. I know that uh, you like to talk about travel and different things, and I really enjoyed Acadian National Park as well. You know what? That's a great drive. You go into Boston, and and it's a little hectic. Uh, if you try to go into the Italian District or Faneuil Hall, or you want to go down to Cheers, or you want to do the Red Line walk through Boston, uh, having a car can be a little bit of a challenge. But if you want to get out of Boston and head north, sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> And drive Cape Cod and get up into Salem. Did you get into Salem to the Hawthorne Hotel and, of course, uh, the House of the Seven Gables and and some of that stuff too? Get up. Unfortunately, I didn't. In Kenny Bunkport and get up that far north. We did go to Kenny Bunkport. Beautiful little seaside town. Mm hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a it's a beautiful drive. Did you go? Did you just get back to? Did you get fall colors or is it a little early? Too early. Okay, I thought it might be. Yeah, all right. Hey, listen, what a great suggestion about Cousins Lobster Truck. Uh, you know what? It's your enthusiastic endorsement of him and the guy that I work out with. He loves it as well. But, I mean, he'd, he'd drive anywhere for a lobster roll. But um, <laughs> at Trestles Coastal Cuisine, they've got good lobster rolls. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Cousins. I'm, I, 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 I'm guessing that if I just Google Cousins Lobster Truck, it'll tell me where it is. And, and I'm going to find him, and I'm going to get myself a lobster roll. Thank you, Carrie. I'm going to send you a gift certificate, okay? Thank you, Mike. Good deal. Have a great I day. appreciate it. Thanks for being a listener. Yeah, I am having a great day. All right. Three, no, I'm not going to give out the number because we're coming up on 1159. We are out of time. Um, you know what? The out song is Zach Brown's toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. You know, think about that. Wake up with a nice positive attitude. Tomorrow morning's Monday. Wake up and say, good morning, God. Let's kick some butt. Not good morning, God. Oh, God, it's morning. Yeah, wake up with a good attitude. Let's end today with a good attitude. Adios and vaya con Dios, as Zach Brown says. Goodbye and go with God. Have a great rest of your day. I'm Mike Boyle. Don't forget to check out my website at mikeboyle.com. Don't forget to join me in Mexico, January 10th, Cabo San Lucas, April 3rd, Cancun. You will have an absolute fall. Those of you that got on the air, I'll get the gift certificates in the mail. You'll have them this week. And I will talk to you next Saturday at 10 in Colorado Springs. 
Saturday at 3 at Joyce's Famous Pizza on KNUS. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.